Okay, everybody, Stephen Key here, and today I want to talk about how I got my first patent. And I have to tell you, it was pretty messy. I came up with what I thought was a new idea. I called a patent attorney that I knew. His name was John Farrell. And uh, he was a little surprised because usually, uh, you know, he, he didn't consider me an inventor. But anyway, I had this new idea for uh, a label in innovation James can show you here in a little video clip. Sundown Herbals presents its remarkable twist and learn label. It works like an herbal information center that helps you learn about herbs simply by turning the label. Sundown's new Twist and Learn label, Where to Turn for Help. And I really love this idea. And John said, let's do a prior art search, um, which I didn't really know a lot about. So we did it. And sure enough, uh, they didn't find anything. It was fantastic. So I went forward because he said, look, we have to do that first, which we did. And then at the time, we did not have a PPA, um, the option of filing a provisional patent application. So we went ahead and filed uh, a non-provisional patent application. <laughs> and sure enough, I filed it too early because someone else found the prior art. I was in a meeting at Procter & Gamble and they, they found some prior art. And I've told this story a few times, especially in some of my books. And sure enough, that my what I thought was my invention uh, had been invented before uh, by two people uh, about 50 years early. So my two patents that I started to file with John Farrell um, were basically worthless because I really didn't know um, what had been done before me. So my experience filing for intellectual property was probably pretty typical. Now, looking back, is that I didn't have enough information and I didn't really know what to look for. And I didn't know how important it was to find prior art. If you do find the prior art, you can always overcome it if you know what's out there. And that's exactly what happened to me because once I realized that I didn't invent this rotating label, um, and I knew the prior art because Procter & Gamble showed, Procter and Gamble showed me the prior art, I was able to read it and I was able to look at it and find the holes. Wow. And once I knew what was missing, I ended up filing intellectual property on the rotating label and actually got 20 patents issued. Why so many patents issued on, on an idea that was actually patented before? Well, what was missing on those early, those early patents was the method of manufacturing. And this idea, once um, I started licensing it, was creating quite a bit of income for me. So it allowed me to license it, and then um, my, I negotiated uh, for a company to pay for my patents. So I filed a lot of patents because it was making a lot of money. So, but what did, what did I learn? How did I file my first patent? I filed it by making mistakes that I think a lot of people do. Uh, because you don't know the process and you're putting a lot of responsibility in the hands of either your patent attorney, maybe your patent agent, and you don't know how to guide them correctly. Because at the end of the day, these are business decisions that you have to make. And filing patents are very, very expensive. So you have to do your own homework. And that's why these videos I'm providing you is how to do your homework correctly. So you're not ending up spending this, all this money, like I did, on a worthless patent because I didn't know what was done before me. So that was my, my early journey on how I filed my first patent. But once I did recognize the prior art, I was able to overcome it. 
And once I started to overcome it, I filed patents, and now I have 20 patents in my name. I've licensed that to companies, um, generated millions of dollars for me. I even, even sold the patent portfolio um, for millions of dollars too, because I knew what was missing, and I was able to um, you know, look at the industry, file patents on how to use it differently, but patents on how to manufacture it, because that's what was missing. So I think my story is very typical. Uh, when you're first starting out, you don't know what you're doing. And when you're first starting out, you think the best thing to do is file a patent and call a patent attorney or patent agent, and you don't know how to guide them correctly. And that's what happened to me. And I want you to keep on watching these videos. And if you have any other questions, reach out to me down below at inventright.com and we can help you because this is not easy to navigate. Uh, most patents, and I've said this many, many times, are basically worthless. Now, what I did learn through this whole process that how important manufacturing was, and that's why I'm a big believer on adding certain things to your, to your patent um, that have that create value. Um, I'm a big uh, believer in you know writing intellectual property that has value because I've done it. Um, I'm also a big believer that if you ever get in any type of uh, legal issue, you need to write it in such a way that can stop other people. And I've done that too because I was able to um, defend my patent portfolio of the spin label against a little toy company Lego because I was able to write. Um, in my applications, workarounds, variations, manufacturing, material, all the things I'm teaching you to do, I actually did myself and it worked beautifully. So anyway, this is Stephen Key. Thank you for watching these videos. Keep on watching them. Educate yourself. And if you need any help, let me know. Whew, there you go. Subscribe down below. Tell your friends. Once again, this is Stephen Key. Thank you very much.